Hello, I'm Liam Santa Maria. I have with me three-time NBA champion, three-time Olympian, and fair to say modern day ABC TV star, Luke Longley. We're talking Tokyo because the boomers have done it. Luke, they just beat Slovenia, the first Olympic medal in boomers history. Can you believe it? Well, I can, I can, Liam, but I've got to say there's a lot of skeletons in my closet jumping around having beers and punching each other and dancing and crying and, like, I don't know which one to listen to. This I've got so many thoughts uh, leading up to this. I'm, yeah, just really emotional watching the game and as that clock ticked down, you know, as the game became obvious and watching Slovenia fall apart, basically, it was, uh, you know, that's a culmination, not for me, Take, I should take it off me, but for all the basketballs in Australia, all the basketball fans, the, you know, it's just such an accomplishment. And we've been getting there for years. And um, I think Andrew Gay said on the commentary, you know, we had 300 registered basketball players in 1956. And uh, I don't know how many we've got now, but we've got plenty. And um, sorry about that. That's just carton. I owe you, Liam. My phone just went ding. Um, yeah, just, just so bloody great to get it done I, I'm so proud of all of them and um, you know the job that Gorge and the coaching staff Matt Nielsen, Adam Capor and John really the job that those guys have done pulling together on short notice with, a, with no lead, real run in um, and you know that speaks to a lot of the players as well but hats off to the coaches that's been amazing um, and all those guys that have been there for a long time, um, you know, Bainsey, obviously, wish Bainsey could have been there. He deserved to be involved in that. He's put in a lot of yards. Uh, young, I mean, seeing Dante sort of get his game going in, a, in an international stage was fantastic watching. Uh, Matisse, let's not even, well, don't get me started on Matisse Thibel. He does all the things. Uh, just, you know, I've always been a Nick K fan. I've, I've, I've been... Um, you know, screaming his name from the rafters for a long time. So there's just a lot of guys in there. And I know I'm rambling, but, you know, you've, you've got me at the end of a long game and, uh, and a long tournament. And after that USA game, just so many sort of memories and, and that, that same old feeling of here we go again. And mm. when we started to get shaky in the third, here we go again. And wow, that's just, that's just, that's just great. <laughs> so good. No, I, I understand, mate. I mean, it's. I mean, this is the time for the bubbles to be flowing and the lager to be to be flowing. So I appreciate you jumping on for a quick chat. And and you, you said you want to sort of deflect it from yourself. But I mean, over this period of time, I've been thinking a lot about you guys. You know, and it goes obviously further back than than you. I mean, I've been talking about guys like Lindsay Gays, Ken Watson, and the greats that came before you, but then of course you and Drewy and Hammer and Vlahov and all those guys that paved the way. And then that, that next generation of boomers, the CJ Brutons and the Jason Smiths who helped bridge the gap from you guys to this group. And then of course, Andre and and yourself and that group that 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 came oh so close on a couple of campaigns and now these guys have broken through and that's not even to speak of all the fans all the people like me sitting in their lounge rooms game after game cheering on the green and gold to achieve something spectacular like you say this just means so much to so many people 
It really does. It means a lot to me. Um, and I was just looking, I was just making some notes as you, uh, when I was waiting for your email. <laughs> the number of guys on that squad that have played in the NBL, either currently playing or have played, I could only come up with three that haven't. Like the breeding ground that Australian basketball is becoming uh, is fantastic. You know, to see that many homegrown guys, I love seeing Sobe and Bubbles out there and Jock Landau getting it done. Um, great shout out to Dre. I feel like Dre took us from wherever we were, 10th, I think, in the world to third as a coach. And he stood on his principles and he coached the way that Dre coaches. And I love him for that. And I think he's got a lot to do with, with where that team's at. Um, yeah, and all the way back through all the coaches. I mean, Adrian Hurley, Barry Barnes, you know, and it goes on and on. But um, I mean, my first fourth was 1988, and that, that feels like just the other day, but and that's not the other day. <laughs> uh, we've been doing it for a while. So, yeah, there's, I mean, you can't list the names, but I guess I'm just recognising that. We'll put it this way. When I made it to the NBA and no Australian done it before, the first thing I said was I'm standing on the shoulders of Ray Borner and Larry Senstock and Phil Smythe and all those guys. That's how I felt it was. That was my, my sort of my basketball, um, but you know, foundation, if you like. And I suppose these boomers have done the same thing on all. I mean, there's so many names and so many people that have. You, it's worth mentioning that none of them get paid to do this. They all risk getting injured and losing professional contracts. You know, some of them are free agents. Dundee's a free agent. Mm. You know, there's lots of guys that would choose to stay at home. And in fact, there are some. Um, so yeah, look, I, I'm. I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm going to go and have first beer of the day after we're done. I'm just, uh, it's not day either, by the way. It's late, later for you. I do notice, Lena, there's a wine rack behind you, but there's only three bottles in it. You've been busy already. It's lockdown here, Luke. So right. we've got to find ways to, to get through. I've got, a, I've got a six pack in the fridge. I'm going to get involved in a couple of those. I think a couple of people, names that we haven't mentioned in, in this couple of minutes is, and I tweeted about them the other day. Got guys like Jason Kadee, Mitch Norton, Matt Hodgson, th those guys that have been a part of this process. I mean, when you think about it, they put their hand up every single time to be part of those qualifying windows. And it all matters because that got the team to the World Cup when that was no guarantee. Then the performance there at the World Cup got the team to the Olympics. And then that allows this Olympic um, medal to be won. I mean, we've we've had experiences where we weren't at a world cup. We know that from, from years gone by. So every, all those guys have played a role in this as well. Man, you beat me to a great call again, Mitch McCarron. Interestingly, the first text I got when the boomers won was Jason Kadee. Like those guys um, are in it, you know, and they've always been in it. And there's lots of guys that fit into that, um, into that list. And, and it's long again, but, the most fun I ever had coaching, maybe it's because we won a medal, was we played a uh, the Asia Cup in, um, oh, I can't remember the year, but it was all those guys, the um, McCarrens and Cadiz and Nick Kays and Hodges and, and, the, and those guys. And we, um, you know, we came home with a gold medal and it was a weird place to be stuck for three weeks in a hotel in Iran, but it was a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, Boomers basketball's fun, and it was great to see it get acknowledged tonight. I got a text from Steve Kerr straight after the game. He, you know, he loves the way the Boomers play, loves the way the guys commit, and 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 you know, literally just um, play harder than everybody else. And uh, I think a small part of him was 
was uh, felt for us when we didn't beat the, the Americans. You know, he understands how much it means to everyone. He's been close to it, obviously. Luke, you you were a part of that coaching staff with Dre over a, a period of time, and and a lot of heartbreak. You know, the quarterfinal loss in 2014, the Olympics in Rio, the World Champion, the World Cup in 2019, and and a lot of that was with. <laughs> sorry, man. A lot of that was. <laughs> Was with was with this, <laughs> was with this core of of veteran guys of Patty and Dally and Joe a lot of a lot of um, uh, backgammon games with those guys I imagine along the road and what what does it mean to you to see them achieve this magnificent accomplishment? Well, obviously, um, yeah, it means a lot for those individuals. But I guess I came under this call deciding to, fo- deciding to focus on the broad accomplishment. And as we've highlighted, it's not accomplished by individuals. Patty was, was genius level tonight. Uh, and Joe was solid. Um, made some big shots. Um, like I said, I wish Bainsey was there. Dilly didn't play as big a role tonight as, as he has in the past, but... Um, they all just, you know, they all just pour themselves into it and they make the sacrifices and that hurts when they win and hurts when they lose. Look, as far as the fourths and the, and the, and the heartache, my, my wife, uh, Anna, said to me today that she didn't really want me to watch the game because she's seen me come back from those tournaments and take weeks to recover, literally weeks, months to recover sometimes. Mm. Uh, have to go and sort of swim kilometres a day just to try to, um, just try to, uh, exercise the demon of those last quarters and those last watch uh, last last um, plays. So yeah, it's mate, it's it's cool to see him do it. It really is. And um, I did watch the game despite my wife's best advice, but I was on the edge of my seat all night. Did you get nervous in that fourth quarter? Fourteen points up, the fellas were with about eight and a half minutes to go, and then, but in the blink of an eye, it was a three-point game, and Luka Doncic all of a sudden looked really comfortable and 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 i thought oh my my wife actually said hey they haven't lost yet <laughs> which was which was both i don't know it was there was there's was some negativity in that but also it was kind of just representative of what we've been through in these types of situations but then to see the way the group handled that moment dante of, of course was huge in a couple of minutes following there, made some massive plays and he's been on an incredible journey as well over a period of time. What was the roller coaster of emotions for you in that fourth quarter? Same as you. I think the Serbians got it back to three there for a minute mm, so and then- started to look comfortable and um, and those are those pivot, those moments where the game pivots and swings and um, small plays become huge plays. You know, Dante's charged and he hits a three out of character and um, yeah, that those are the tiny things that change games. And I mean, to me, where where Serbians lost it really was once Lucas started whinging at the refs. Once he was engaged with the refs and throwing his hands around and getting throwing little tantrums, I knew that we we're a chance because he just gets distracted from the game. And, um, yeah, he he did have a couple of plays where he looked comfortable, but then right away he was back to getting distracted by the refs and. Um, I think as a group, all tournament and historically, we've done a great job of playing through the refs and not getting distracted by them and 
and um, not letting not letting that dictate the course of the game. And I definitely think the Serbians did today. Mm. Oh, the Slovenians, I beg your pardon. The Slovenians, yeah. Uh, lastly, Luke, you, you spoke about when, the feeling when you got drafted that you were the first Aussie to do so, but you were talking about standing on the shoulders of greats that from the country that came before you. Mm. I feel almost, I'm not sure if you feel the same, I feel like this is a non, not too dissimilar moment where this Boomers program is on to bigger and even better things from here. Oh, look, it's a bigger moment, mate. It's a, it's a stake in the ground. It's a validation of all the things that we've been doing and that the, the, all the energy that people put in. And um, absolutely, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's that kind of and bigger moment. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, Patty and Joey aren't, and Deli aren't getting any, uh, any younger. So it'll be interesting to see how the young guys on this team take up that mantle and how committed they are. If they can show the same kind of commitment to it and, and roll on with it, then I'll be, you know, I'll be doubly proud. But yeah, it's a great, it's a great, great moment, mate. And I don't know what else to say other than that I'm really, really, really proud of Australian basketball. Awesome, mate. Awesome. Well, thanks heaps for jumping on. Uh, love part one of One Giant Leap, hanging out for part two. Congrats on on that. And thanks heaps for um, for sharing your feelings and, and your insights after that big moment. No worries. Thanks. And good on you for watching. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, well, for watching the Australian story thing, it's always nerve wracking putting yourself out there and it's been well received. And I'm, uh, the second part's going to be harder again. So yeah. Thanks for mentioning that and um, catch you soon. That was awesome. awesome. Speak soon, Luke. Good on you.